All right. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everybody. Today is Friday, March the 25th, 2022, and we have quite a bit to cover for you folks today. We do, in fact, have a live stream coming up in the next few hours as of the time I'm recording this. So if you happen to listen to this, uh, I would dare to say anywhere from uh, 2 to 5, four hours after this has been released. I'll probably be live as of the time you're listening to this. But anyways, let's jump right into it. So first and foremost, fully vaccinated and boosted White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki has tested positive for COVID-19 for the second time and will miss Biden's trip to Europe. I'm, I'm not even trying to make fun of her or take a jab at the beep boops or anything like that. No pun intended. Make of that as you will. The next thing is something I wanted to point out that I found quite significant. BlackRock CEO Larry Fink declared Thursday that Russia's invasion of Ukraine has, quote, put an end, end quote, to the globalization seen in recent decades while predicting the magnitude of Russia's actions will play out for decades to come. Fink wrote in a letter to shareholders that while the pandemic created rifts between nations and companies, Russia's assault on Ukraine that started last month has, quote, exacerbated the polarization and extremist behavior we are seeing across society today, end quote. The war in Ukraine, Europe's largest war since World War II, will have ripple effects, the CEO noted, and could result in companies companies re-examining which companies they engage in for business. If I'm being honest with you folks, from the perspective of a, you know, the layman's view, the working person, it's kind of like, okay, you know what, screw you guys. And I'm sort of happy to hear that because it's like you guys have been making your millions and billions for how long undisrupted, so to speak. So there's part of me says that, but then there's the other part of me that says too, again, if you take emotion out of it, this may in fact be in another way, a multi-pronged beneficial reason for all of this happening truly because some have speculated that this is the quote-unquote fall of globalism some have speculated this is the end of the petrodollar some have speculated it is time for a new currency uh, and that speaks to a larger picture of that of a new paradigm if you will that needs to come forward and it's interesting because this has been discussed for at least the last five to seven years by world leaders if you really um, I guess you could say not in the mainstream media interviews more so in the interviews that were more long form where you can actually hear their thoughts and not have every sentence cut and edited out of context just for the sake of pushing a particular narrative however <laughs> I digress the next thing is that fully vaccinated Hillary Clinton uh, by the way it's not fair for me to say if crypto is the way of the future if it should be the way it's not fair for me to say at this point in time with zero evidence i sadly if you know uh, crypto was the the creation or manifestation of an intelligence apparatus or operation i can't say at the moment um we can speculate but i can't say for certain the next thing is that fully vaccinated hillary clinton infected with covid19 says she has mild symptoms again i'm gonna leave that there Uh, the next thing is that a multi-vortex tornado has ripped through parts of new orleans again because this channel covers you know science physics the esoteric the if you want to call it the woo-woo angle of things so to speak i say that with air quotes for those listening on audio week again based on mr dan winter's work and many others as well through that of you know uh, plasma phase conjugation things like this not to get overly complex in a kraken episode one could you know argue that maybe the chaos happening around the world energetically or esoterically is causing such you know tornadoes to occur also we have to keep in mind i'm going to say this carefully for the sake of youtube castro claimed back in the 60s that the united states had the technology to to mess with the weather and they were doing so constantly with cuba so 
I'm going to leave that there You guys, if you guys see what I'm getting at. The next thing is that Russia has blocked access to Google News as it provides access to publications containing, quote, fake material, and quote, the Russian communications watchdog Roskop, Roskomnadzor announced. Hopefully I didn't butcher that. Um, it, you can follow uh, certain outlets on Google News if one is not in Russia, if you will. But again, there seems to be clear dissemination of, of uh, shadow banning. It, clearly, right? And even more so than that. The next thing is that North Korea tested a Hwasong, I think that's how you say it, Hwasong-17 intercontinental ballistic missile, possibly capable of reaching the United States. The missile flew for 71 minutes and landed in Japanese waters, an official said. It is the first such, such launch since 2017. You, you see, I, I don't, I'll be honest with you. I don't think North Korea is a threat, truthfully. I, I tr Personally, I don't. I could be very wrong. I don't think they are when we really get down to the core, core, under-the-table, nitty-gritty, gray area truths, if you will. That's just my take. I could be wrong. But you folks like to hear my uh, perspective from time to time, so I, I provide it. Speaking of which, I just scrolled down because I remembered I had something else to, corrob uh, to add to that. North Korea then confirmed the ICBM, or Intercontinental Ballistic Missile Test, and warns of, quote, long U.S. confrontation. And so that's uh, resulted in the United Nations Security Council holding an emergency meeting after the Intercontinental Ballistic Missile launched, which breached weapons testing resolutions. I, can I be honest with you folks? I see, okay, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm not saying this is my current opinion, but I want to say that this idea just came to my, or this thought came to my head. The concept of globalization and everything being all controlled all the, under, say, one world order or something like this, or a new world order of the sort, whether we factor in the ET angle or not, which I think you cannot remove the ET angle, but again, let's just put that to the side for a second. It looks like the world leaders now are just trying to hold everything together. And if I'm being honest, if I, yes, this is my confirmation bias, I will be totally honest with you. Again, I'm, go figure, I'm wearing an alien toque for crying out loud. But again, it seems to corroborate the alleged proposal that any of these negative ET entities have been removed from the planet. If there are any, they're still here, but they're kind of lingering and their power is gone. However, so it's sort of like when you get rid of cancer, there's still lots of ticks and, and remnants and residue, if you will, that you have to deal with. And I can't help but think that, again, I have nothing to go off of. This is just my opinion. Let me be clear for both YouTube and you folks watching and listening that when the UN calls such emergency meetings and North Korea launches these missiles and all that, the a new paradigm is coming, and I don't mean to be vague, but I don't know if that paradigm is good or bad, but this shows me that those at the top even know, okay, it's time to move. In what direction? I don't know. But again, I would also say if even if I didn't know, it would not be for me to say. However, let's carry on. The next thing is that the public UFO report was incomplete. A new Freedom of Information Act request shows, thanks to, I believe, Mr. John Greenwald from theblackvault.com. Must give Mr. Greenwald credit where it's due. I have respect for him. I've never uh, won. I, I don't have anything against him whatsoever um i believe he's a fairly prominent individual in the ufo community and again he's done fantastic work on his website pushing for transparency there's you know uh, one can always argue against certain things and or actions taken or what have you and i'm not speaking about mr greenwald i'm just saying in general so yes 
to play devil's advocate, I would, but I just don't know the other side of the quote-unquote coin, if there even is a metaphorical side of that coin pertaining to the Black Vault. If not, fantastic to see. Thank you so much, Mr. Greenwald. Truly appreciated, genuinely, from someone who wants more transparency. Can't thank you enough, sir. The next thing is that the United States plans to accept 100,000 Ukrainians and will donate $1 billion to help Europe with the surge of migrants fleeing the war. Whose money is that again? The $1 billion? Again, I'm not trying to say that we should not help Ukraine or the West should not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that these billions get signed in an afternoon, yet for some reason to give people who really need it, whether young or old or you name it, med medicine. or Again, you know where I'm going, folks. Again, now one could argue, oh, Dave, you're pushing for socialism. I'm not. Uh, I'm really not trying to push for a particular narrative or a path. I'm just trying to push for the open-mindedness and substantiality of questioning said paths. That's all. Um, the next thing is that Russia plans to... Uh, basically, what I was going to say was why couldn't that billion dollars or even the $18 billion from last week that they signed in an afternoon to help Ukraine be put towards homelessness in one's own country? I mean, it just makes you think, right, to the vets that fought for, that fought for, for, for us to even wake up in the morning to be able to read the news of this kind of stuff, I would dare to say. You know, it just makes you think. The next thing is that Russia plans to accept Bitcoin as payment for energy exports, says Pavel Zavalny, chairman of the Energy Committee. Quote, the currencies used can be different and it's a normal practice. If it's Bitcoin, then it's Bitcoin, end quote, uh, Zavalny said. It makes you think, again, if there's some type of um, push at the top for Bitcoin to, again, it, this is when that big debate comes in. Was Bitcoin the result of an intelligence operation or was it truly something that was a decentralized currency via that of blockchain and what we now know to be topological mesh networking that created a value in something that was valuable because it was decentralized? I don't know. It goes back to the whole thing of is the petrodollar done, right? Um again, there's so many angles that I don't even want to go into speculation because then it'll turn into imagination unless we know what's going on behind the scenes. We could say that, excuse me, Putin had this planned all along or it was something as simple as he basically told his, his team uh, as the situation kept being fluid, which meant, you know, like constantly, you know, changing, if you will. Okay, just accept it. Point being, I'm not sure if this was part of his initial mental plan or not. The next thing is that Jeffrey Epstein's Little St. James, or aka Pedophile Island, located in the U.S. Virgin Islands, is hitting the market for 125 million U.S. dollars. I'm going to leave that there. Uh, the Biden administration is reportedly... Uh, the next thing is that the Biden administration is reportedly drafting a Defense Production Act order to ramp up mineral production for electric car batteries and to progress the, quote, green energy agenda. Okay, there's a few layers to look at this. If we look at this on the surface, again, I guess it's a good thing. And I'm not saying I guess because it's Biden, truly. I'll, I'll be honest with you, folks. Even if it was Trump, I would have said the same thing, ultimately, because they have the tech to fix everything within, I, I literally mean it, seconds, maybe less than that, if you, know, if you consider time being an illusion. But I'm not trying to get too philosophical in this episode. Point being, everything could be fixed almost instantly. And they're doing, I mean, again, it's like a good friend, a great friend of the show, Artisan Tony, had said recently, he's, a, a, I believe, a building, a building and builder and contractor in Tennessee. Tony, quick shout out to you, brother. Um, he's brought up some very interesting points pertaining to things like the Green New Deal. Someone like himself being in the energy sector, the building sector is familiar with energy regulations and what have you. And he postulates that what's in the Green New Deal is outdated tech, which a lot of people tend to agree with, as do I personally. 
especially compared to the stuff that we look at on our show too here that Tony does as well. So it, it really makes you think, right? That again, you create the problem, you create the solution. Oh, look, it's so nice. Biden's ramping up, you know, uh, you know, drafting a DPA for mineral production. Okay. I don't know. Right. I, that's how I see it. Speaking of which, Biden also said, quote, with regard to food shortage, it's going to be real, end quote. Just recently, Biden's climate czar, John Kerry, warned of 100 million refugees in the event of a collapse in food production. Again, you know, control, create the problem, create the solution, and you can see what's coming next. Makes you think, doesn't it? The next thing is that U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders said, quote, anybody who thinks we don't have an uh, oligarchy in this country is sorely mistaken. In our country today, we have two people who own more wealth than the bottom 40% of the American population, end quote. I, I couldn't agree more with him. And I'm not being sarcastic. I mean that I could not agree more with with Senator Sa Mr. Sanders. However, one could argue to play devil's advocate that Mr. Sanders is partly the reason that nothing's changed when he's had the opportunity to politically change things. He never did. Now to play devil's advocate to that, it's the whole concept of one person versus the whole system, so to speak. Now to play devil's advocate to that as well, one could also argue, well, if one person stand up, doesn't stand up, then who's going to? Right. Sort of like what we're doing with the show here. One of the reasons I started the show was because I didn't see people, in my humble opinion, compressing it, things have changed in recent months, but compressing this information into a condensed format in a multitude of series. So I decided to go ahead and do it. Point being, you know, look, part of me says, Mr. S Senator Sanders, you're one to talk. The other part of me that says, you know, he's doing what he can while coloring within the lines. Now, at the, but then I don't like that part of me because that part of me is the, the, part that I don't like which is like oh you know the the subdue part if you will sort of like you got the devil on one shoulder the angel on the other so that's kind of if you folks really want to know what I'm thinking in my mind that's what I I personally view when I hear and read things like that the next thing is that Houthi a Houthi missile has hit an Aramco oil facility near Grand Prix circuit in Jeddah Saudi Arabia okay um Ah, that's so up for speculation. I don't even want to touch that. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> the The next thing is that Russia, because we don't know the details of the background. Of, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I don't want to even confuse you even more. A hissle, uh, a Houthi missile hit an oil facility. I'm sure the Saudis are gonna are gonna take care of it, and not in a good way. Not that I'm advocating for that at all either, but. The next thing is that Russia Today and Sputnik will not be banned in Switzerland. The Swiss Federal Council says, quote, and I get excited about this, not because specifically the Russian channels are not being banned, but because of what they said here. The Swiss Federal Council said, and I quote, it is more effective to counter untrue and harmful statements with facts instead of banning them, end quote, in a press release. Personally, I get happy because I like to see that. Let's lay it all out for the people. Let's lay all out the, 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 the fake stuff, the real stuff. Let's lay it all out, right? And let's people can decide for themselves. That's my humble, honest opinion. I'm happy to see there's a country on this planet that is doing that. Now, it's one thing to say it, and it's another thing to enact it in practice. Let's see. We'll follow up on that to see if it's actually being practiced. But anyways, the next thing is that... <laughs> Leather jacket, sunglasses, and a gigantic missile is what Kim Jong Un warned when he um, released uh, when he released a Hollywood style video of North Korea's ICBM launch. Yeah, it was kind of funny. There was even a couple few weeks ago a propaganda video of him riding on a horse. I don't know. I found that stuff hilarious. But anyways, the next thing is that 
Al Jazeera posted an opinion piece that I never usually share opinion pieces with you folks, but I'm not a, personally not a fan of this lady. I apologize if I've already flawed your view on Madeleine Albright, uh, the former U.S. Secretary of State, who was initially the first female Secretary of State. She once publicly admitted that she thinks the deaths of half a million Iraqi children were worth it. Um, yeah. The Al Jazeera, Al Jazeera opinion piece, in their opinion, according to Al Jazeera, to be fair, believes that she was not a force whatsoever for democracy and human rights. Yeah, for those that are old enough to remember or familiar enough to know who Madeleine Albright was, look, I'm, this is just my opinion. If there are shape-shifting reptilians on this planet, putting aside politics, Republican, Democrat, all that stuff, she'd be one of them. I'm just going to leave that there. The next thing is that France is probing an inter, uh, its Interpol chief, an ex-UAE official, for alleged torture. French anti-terror prosecutors have opened an inquiry into torture and barbarism allegedly committed by Emirati or Emirati General Ahmed Nasser al-Raisi. Again, I make of that as you will. It, it seems that, again, the chess game is still continuing, but there's not as much vigor to the chess game now that a lot of the key players seem to have left. When I say left, um, you could say, you know, Dave, the ET thing, or, you know, allegedly, let me say, to be fair, but at the same time, not just that, there seems to be some grasp that even if on a human level, the human elites had over the rest of us, have seemed to have lost or loosened. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm being deceived. To be fair, let's play devil's advocate, advocate even against myself. Maybe I'm being deceived. But anyways, the next thing is... Uh, what I'm trying to say is that, again, I think there's bigger issues to look at than this, but anyways. The next thing is that a drought in Somalia has worsened by funding uh, funding gap and the Ukraine war. Millions of people are facing severe hunger as a result of the worst drought in 40 years in the Horn of Africa. Again... I bring this up because it's terrible to, to read, especially on, you know, Friday, end of the week, so to speak. But again, this is the, the sad reality when we know that this could be resolved quite rapidly with the advan with the hidden tech. So again, the next thing is that in, in Zimbabwe, it is said that the by-elections are going to provide a hint of what is to come in 2023. This Saturday's parliamentary and local government by-elections are providing a hint of what to expect in next year's presidential polls. Yeah, usually they do. Usually they do. Assuming everything is going according to process relative to how the people like, uh, you know, want it, to, want, want it to be the case. I don't see anything wrong with this per se, personally. If I'm, I mean, yeah. Again, but I'm sure there's, I'm sure just like every other nation, they have their issues, right? The next thing is that the Central African Republic says that five are dead after a rebel attack. The attack comes as national reconciliation talks began this week with neither the opposition nor the rebels in attendance. Okay, again, this is partly why, if we want to bring it back to an ET angle, why a lot of these aliens say that we're, you don't even want to be saved yourselves. I mean, all due respect, I don't know the context of it, but... Neither the opposition nor the rebels were in attendance. So, I mean, if that doesn't speak ego right there, I don't know what does. Now, it's sad that, again, five passed away after a rebel attack. Point being is that if I'm being honest with you folks, again, I don't think that everything could be prevented, every negative thing. But I think that if the tech that was being hidden from us was revealed and uh, projected and put out onto the masses, certainly could be. Just my take, though. Um certainly could be lessened to a vast extent. The next thing is that Sri Lankan papers have run out of newsprint as its economic crisis worsens. Privately owned Upali newspapers say their English language daily called The Island and its sister uh, uh, sister paper, the Sinhalese version, um, Divina, will only be available online. 
Um, I haven't picked up a newspaper in years at this point, if I'm being honest with you folks. So, I mean, I'm not sure to what extent Sri Lankans have access to the internet. I'm sure it's quite easy and accessible even for those that don't have that much money. But I don't, to be fair and respectful, I'm, I have not been, I know some Sri Lankans, very nice people, but I've never been to Sri Lanka myself. So I, I it, it would not be fair for me to say in this regard. Now, then there's the whole concept of, well, printing paper is bad for the environment. That it, it's, It speaks to a much larger, it, it's complicated. It, it's, I mean, I think if there's one thing that you folks and even myself have learned from doing and listening to these Krakens is that things are, uh, one, very rarely do we have a black and white situation. And even then, we never fully know if it's entirely black and white because we're not there ourselves, right? The next thing is that India says that ties with China can't be normal with regards to its border tension. Indian foreign minister says relations cannot be normal as long as there is huge deployment of troops along their disputed border. Um, I say this carefully. Fair statement by the Indian foreign minister granted that when China has attempted to be peaceful, if they ever did, or the CCP, India didn't pull some sneaky shit either. Again, we got to look at both sides, guys. It's sort of like when you're trying to, you know, as a parent, figure out which two kids, when, when your kids are fighting, which one is right, which one is wrong, because you weren't there when whatever the, whenever the fight happened. You know what I mean? It seems like the same thing in this case, except just scale it up. And that kind of, in my opinion, speaks to a depravity of our species, if you will. But again, the next thing is that Pakistan Prime Minister Khan says he will not resign ahead of a no-confidence vote. The Pakistani leader has rejected opposition calls to step down as he faces the toughest challenge since coming to power in 2018. This is just typical someone trying to stay in power, in my humble opinion. I'm sure there's far more going on behind the scenes, but we don't know, so let's not speculate and just, you know, make crap up or, you know, just use our imagination. The next thing is that there was uh, actually an article I wanted to, I think this was BBC or Al Jazeera. I think this was Al Jazeera. Not mis Please forgive me, folks. Anyways, it was headlined, Is Central Asia Loosening Ties with Russia? And the subheading said, After Uzbekistan's unexpected pro-Ukraine statement, analysts say that traditional regional dynamics could be shifting. Yes, but... If traditional regional dynamics could be shifting, think about, again, concentric circles. Let's think of that larger circle. Is there a larger political shift at play relative to maybe, again, I can't help but think of the petrodollar collapsing. And that's larger than any regional dynamic one could ever envision, in my opinion. The next thing is that U.S. Supreme Court Judge Clarence Thomas was released from the hospital. Uh, Thomas, 73 years old, was treated for an infection with intravenous antibiotics, the court said, and did not have COVID-19. His wife is under fire for alleged QAnon texts. Um, well, QAnon texts, for, uh, for I think she had text messages that supported overthrowing the government or something like this. I'm going to tiptoe on that carefully. I need to investigate that, and I say that because the source where it's coming from is also interesting too with respects to the very original source and all i'm going to say folks is not pertaining to this story here for the sake of youtube but in general whether when it when a news story hits any set of media outlets real fast almost as if it looks coordinated be vigilant this story did that and i say the same thing for if any russian story hits the russian papers real quick or the news stations real fast china same thing anything that happens real fast you seems a little more coordinated than than one would normally expect news reporting to be so that's my humble opinion that's why i'm not saying this that story's accurate nor inaccurate i don't know yet now again it's possible i have to be very careful with my words here but notice how by the way it's in our society it's if you don't believe what's on the in the papers then no, oh, the terrible you what do you mean terrible me for doing my own research i, I mean okay um 
excuse me, the next thing is that Jamaica calls for reparations as British, or Jamaicans call for reparations as British royal couple arrives. Jamaican leaders demand an apology and slavery reparations as Prince William and Kate visit as part of a Caribbean tour. Yeah, just apologize to them. And I know it's a whole ego thing with the name of the royal family, yada, yada. But honestly, what did Prince William and Kate do all day anyways? I'm not I'm not really trying to joke, but I mean that. What do they do all day? I, I genuinely don't know. So, again, uh, I, I would my advice to them is apologize. The, the next thing is that Nicar Nicaragua's OAS ambassador has resigned, slamming nation's, quote, dictatorship. Uh, Arturo McField said he was speaking on behalf of political prisoners and the hundreds who lost their lives since 2018. Again, I'm not trying to put any slant towards your interpretation of that reporting right at this moment, but please keep in mind that it has been quite known the CIA for oh, years has been involved there, and not just recently, and they haven't left, in my opinion. In my opinion. The next thing is that 300, are, have been, uh, 300 dead in Russian Maripol... Mariupol three, theater attack. Mariupol, I think that's how you pronounce it. Ukraine claims, citing witnesses, officials in besieged Mariupol say 300 people died when Russian raid hit drama theater on, on March 16th. I'm gonna leave that there. Please decide for yourself. I really mean that, folks. I also mean that just as much when I report this. Putin says that the West is trying to cancel Russian culture. Vladimir Putin uh, compares the cancellation of Russian cultural events over the Ukraine war to Nazi book burnings. I really do mean this. Uh, please, 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 genuinely take that as you will, as you see fit, as you interpret. It's not for me to report in that case pertain specifically pertaining to you know, reparations and comparing things to the past and all that, uh, especially with culture. It's not for me to say, folks. It truly isn't in my humble perspective. So without further ado, that's all for today. And as of the time I'm recording this, we have a live stream coming on in the next couple hours. As of the time you're listening to this, I'll probably be live at that point. So uh, please feel free to come check out uh, check out what we'll be covering. It'll be a one uh, it'll be 90 minute to two hour live stream uh, because we then have a, a group Zoom call for our members on Patreon after that. And we'll catch you all very, very soon. Cheers, everybody.